BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome to another edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show. I am your host, the Twitterless heroine herself, ring announcer to the stars, Miss Fancy Pants, the most professional podcaster, the pop punk princess, and most importantly, the queen of soft style here, your host, Miranda Morales. For another episode of the Hashtag Miranda Show, which is a proud part of the Chairshot Radio Network, which you can find on thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. And of course, I am being joined. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. I avoided that quick. By my co-host, producer, he is the kingpin of the chairshot.com, the unstoppable one. And if you didn't know, he's also a wrestling promoter, Greg DeMarco. Acknowledge me. What if I could just not speak and just play soundbite? I don't know, because half of them probably don't work, and I just haven't figured that out yet. So I mean, this wouldn't... is working better than last week. Well, yeah, well, I fixed the few that I needed to fix last week, although I tried to play one during the Greg DeMarco show, and that did not work out. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it just happens. This one work? Okay. This one works. Of war games! War games! War games! Your stupid blood and guts bullshit doesn't work. No, it does not. Stop trying to make that a thing. It's not going to be a thing. Blood and guts is we have war games at home. Like, that's... that's. I stand by that. You're right. Stand- like, it's, it's just... Come up with your own thing. 
<sighs> I know. And don't make the guy who made the war the war games phrase famous say your phrase and hoping it's going to get over. You're literally just showing that it's a ripoff. I know we just said this last week. I know we said this last week. Still cannot get over it. Games of war games. War, war games. War games. That last one's the best one too. Yeah, so good. So I think, good. I think Why that was the one this? where. I think that's the one where Adam Cole was like begging him for it when he was just yeah. like, just say it, just say it, please. I'm begging you right now. Say it. It's so good. It's so good. You guys, what are we even doing? What are we even doing? Anyways. We're explaining to the people that blood and guts is stupid and war. It needed to be said, Miranda. It needed is- to be said, but did you, did it have to be said? Cause it's already known. It needed to be said because there's still idiots out there who don't understand it. No. Like this is, I just did an entire Greg DeMarco show. On this, it needed to be said. Well, you could, uh, I don't know, maybe save that one for later. Or no, we just, we'll say it, we'll say it now. It needed to be said. Blood and Guts is a War Games ripoff, period. No matter who you get to say it, no matter how it goes, it's not going to be as good. Not going to be Period. And that's on period. <laughs> period. Games. Of War Games. War Games. War Games. Moving on. Moving on. Well, actually, this is a little related to our topic for tonight. Uh, we're going to be talking a bit about some stipulation matches. Uh, first, we're going to be talking about what is to come at Impact Wrestling Slammiversary happening this Sunday, June 19th. Uh, there's been some matches announced. A lot of stipulation announcements, uh, matches for Slammiversary. Uh, we're going to talk more about it. I'm not going to get into the weeds now, but uh, especially one that was announced today that, uh, yes, m- maybe I should have waited to tell Greg right on the show, but uh, I did not I had, know. I didn't had, know. He did not know until I told him. You may not know until we tell you, but it is officially happening. Just, just so you know, because I didn't even tell you this. Even though, just just for 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 the time of of the broadcast of the show, it is for the second week in a row because of other programming. It is Thursday morning. It is Thursday morning. Thursday morning. Yes. It is Thursday morning when it is. This is first being out there. Still, I don't know if by Thursday morning people know about what we're gonna be talking. about. It is Impact about. Wrestling, so you're right. They, they may not a, know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They because may not, there is they a may the Stanley Cup playoffs begin on Wednesday night. There is a hockey talk preview that was recorded, so it's going to go Wednesday morning, or it has gone Wednesday morning. Greg DeMarco's show then got pushed back. This show then got pushed back, and then all is right with the world. Everything got pushed back is essentially what you're saying. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Well, that is okay. Again, as we talked about, who knows what people know and don't know by the time they listen to this show. So we'll just we'll just leave it at that. But we're going to be talking about some stipulation matches, good padding in between. Uh, But before we do that, a few things uh, to take care of. One, I just want to take a personal moment to reflect and thank everyone associated with Expo Lucha, hosted by Mass Republic this past weekend at the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia, uh, a two-day event 
that celebrated all that was in Lucha Libre uh, with uh, panels, a video game tournament, a Q&A session, Lucha Libre bowling, uh, you know, special guest appearances, and of course, uh, three separate wrestling shows um, in two days. And it was just a phenomenal event. Uh, the replay of Under the Influence of Lucha Libre, which was the Saturday night, Saturday night show, is still available on Fight TV. And, man, that was uh, an incredible, incredible show uh, full of really, like, some of the best Lucha talent in all the, the world. Um, and by that, I mean just a, an incredible amount of talent um had a, a three-way match for the pro wrestling revolution uh junior heavyweight championship super astro junior defending against auto boy and asf antonio san francisco who i have to mention is probably one of the biggest mvps of the entire weekend um someone who wrestles who's wrestled for a game changer wrestling um of course uh, all over texas but a very agile, talented, smart, fast, young wrestler that you have to see to believe. Uh, Antonio San Francisco, one of the young MVPs uh, of the entire weekend. Uh, you also had Lindsay Dorado and Frank Mayer versus Black Taurus and Sam Adonis. Lindsay and Sam wrestled before, but in this tag team capacity, um, was something else. And then the main event, uh, Super Crazy and Juventud Guerrera versus Ultimo Dragon and Dragon Lee. Uh, that, I mean, with legends like Super Crazy and Juventud coming together to face Ultimo Dragon, like one of the best luchadors of all time, and Dragon Lee, um, someone who's well-established in his own right, um, that was a phenomenal match. And so that is available um, on Fight TV. You can catch the replay, $14.99. Um, but you get to keep that show, so you get to watch it whenever. Um, and, uh, you know, just in general, uh, a whole fabulous weekend. A big congratulations to Mass Republic, including Kevin Kleinrock and Ruben Zamora, the entire team that put it together, everybody who was there, um, uh, I mean, it was just a, an awesome, awesome event. My very first time going to Expo Lucha. I highly, highly recommend it. Not just because yours surely was the official ring announcer for all three shows, but just because it was a awesome event for anyone who loves pro wrestling, being able to meet and greet and talk with all the luchadors there. Uh, the uh, setup by Dos Hermanos Lucha, um, which is the brother team of, co of mask collectors. Um, and they brought uh, just a small sample of their masks, but they had a whole wall of Rey Mysterio masks. And they noted uh, outside of Rey Mysterio himself, they have the largest Rey Mysterio mask collection. Um, they brought some Hoovy masks, psychosis masks, um, and, and even some more modern masks in general, um, of luchadors like Psycho Clown, Pentacero Mierlo, um, man, uh, I'm trying to remember all of the masks that were there. Just a, a huge plethora of lucha masks, which was so awesome to see, um, 
and, and again, just a, an amazing event. So big congratulations. You can follow Expo Lucha on social media, um, Expo Lucha Live, uh, Expo Lucha on uh, Twitter, I believe Facebook and Instagram. Um, someone who was a part of Expo Lucha was someone you had on your show last week, Greg, Papadon himself, the Greek god. Um, and he made quite a presence um, there, um, including telling me how I must know how to m- work a microphone um, or any stick because that's how I got my job. So that is a real class act there. That's your friend. Doesn't he realize that this, this, is, this is going way far back. You just got all these things because you're my friend. That's also true. Yes, yes. Also uh, because I am your friend. Uh, but also apparently uh, in his words because I'm a whore. So, um, you know, who, who, who knows? War games! Of war games! War games! War games! Also, I've never heard anyone speak Greek in a promo, too. So that was also very interesting, very fascinating. Fluent in two languages, and no one would know if that was true or not. So it works out really yeah, well. Yeah, obviously not. Obviously not. Uh, but uh, uh, anyways, just a great event. Uh, check out. There's lots of videos, uh, pictures, clips all over Mass Republic and Expo Lucha's social medias, my social medias as well, at the hashtag Miranda. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook. I kind of documented uh, some of the highlights for me personally of those two days. Um, And so check it out. Uh, You can follow Greg at ChairShotGreg on social media, Uh, him highlighting all of his workouts, uh, he's still that uh, CrossFit athlete that me and Patrick so lovingly uh, like to tease him for. Haven't recently though. No, I haven't been teased about that. No, one recently, yeah, no, just the usual workouts though. But oh, yeah, I know they still happen. Yes, still happen. Can't stop. Uh, and you can follow the Chairshot.com at Chairshot Media on social media as well: Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, that way you get up to date on all of the podcasts that drop. With that, if you want to support the Chairshot.com, there is a way to do that, Greg. In order for me to be able to tell people how to do that, though, I'm going to need you to do me that favor. Oh, I know what that favor is. You know that favor is? I know that favor. All right. I can, Go ahead. I, I, can, I can work a button. I know how to work a button. Yeah. So I got my job. I got my job That's from, working, can, from, from pushing from all the working, right buttons. I got my job right from putting all the right buttons, Papadon. Yep. It's indeed time for you to go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot to pick up your very own chair shot t-shirt and as well as IZW. Yes, that is your central place to go get t-shirts for both the chairshot.com and Impact Zone Wrestling. We talked about it last week. It still looks fabulous. It's still great. The new IZW Pride t-shirts. You can order it in both black and white, available for just $19.99, part of the proceeds of that shirt. Well, it will go to a great cause uh, like Wrestle Drag um, that helps promote wrestling uh, for all wrestlers and fans uh, within uh, the LGBTQ plus community. Um, and it just looks 
cool as hell. So you want to order that. Of course, there's also multiple uh, Always Use Your Head t-shirts. Of course, the OG Chair Shot logo. Suck It Nerd, which is really a classic, very underrated classic. Uh, Chair Shot Worldwide. And much, much more at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot. Don't forget, that's also where you can find your Queen of Soft Style t-shirt and Everybody Hates Greg. These t-shirts you can customize by getting in different colors. And of course, in different styles like Soft Style order it just order it treat yourself right now because it's summertime prices are going through the roof for everything you might as well just spend some money on yourself also don't forget there's multiple izw t-shirts uh like azw arizona's best the izw new logo shirt as well as the izw japanese design uh, i believe it's the izw uh world order uh, as well um, and the IZW NWA shirt, uh, pretty much whatever logo you love in wrestling, IZW has you covered. So and with more shirt, coming, there's more with coming. More coming. Yeah, there's more coming. So go ahead. T-shirts again start at $19.99. You can customize, order in different styles, order in different colors, and that way too you're supporting thechairshot.com and or IZW. It's probably best that you get t-shirts for both just to cover your bases i'm just saying so and cover your back and your front and cover your yeah cover your back does. your front cover every Science. day of the week you can't lose by going to pro wrestling forward slash the chair shot that is pro wrestling forward slash the chair shot bet mgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in virginia turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet mgm simply download the bet mgm app and sign up using code champion 150 then place a five dollar wager on any sport you'll receive 150 dollars in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome and if you think the fun stops there the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store check out daily promotions same game parlays live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc promotional consideration paid for by the following hey folks pc tony here thanks to our new partnership with angry lemonade you can save 10 percent on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code chairshot head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Fucking nerd. So good. Such a good clip. We should use that way more often. It, it's, it's definitely, I need to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move it into your just, It's folder. so under, yeah, it's so underrated, so undervalued. There are, there are certain ones that, that I think fit better on your show. Absolutely. Some others. So I'm going to move. Anything that's considered dumb? Exactly. Here we go. All right. What are we doing? Yes. Okay. So to start off the show, Greg, we talked about uh, 
stipulation match, and, and we joked about uh, blood and guts not being as good as war games. That's a fact. That's that is just a straight up fact. But before we started the show, you started talking uh, before I could play it again, so it worked out. Okay, I'll play it later. We we'll play it later because we're gonna talk more about it. Uh, I'd let you know about some news that I had heard today that you did not know at all about a stipulation match making its return this coming weekend at Impact Wrestling Slammiversary, June 19th in Nashville. Uh, and you're surprised, you know, you, you were surprised, you were shocked. That we'll kind of talk more about it. But Impact Wrestling has announced that the Reverse Battle Royal is coming back, baby. Reverse Battle Royal making its return uh, at Slammiversary. For those of you who are not sure what a Reverse Battle Royal is, um, it is the reverse of a Battle Royal. A Battle Royal is when people are getting out of the ring, (laughs) not on purpose. Best and worst explanation of all time. Some of you who don't know what a reverse battle royal is, well, it's the reverse of a battle royal. (laughs) No shit. That's what it's called. That's amazing. But it's not even the exact reverse of a battle royal, though. You know? So in a battle royal, all of the competitors, whether you have them start in the ring or come in in intervals, uh, all are eventually in the ring and work on eliminating each other so that they are the last person in the ring standing in the reverse battle royal everybody starts outside of the ring and people are fighting to become the one person to get in the ring yes that is that is this you is know, such I, good shit i wanted that to marinate for a second because dave it's me dave And so the point of the match is to get in the ring. The point of the match is to get in the ring. So So when the wrestlers make their entrance, do they get in the ring? (laughs) Do they make their entrance and stay on the outside? They have to stay on the outside. I mean, I think, and I don't know how this one will be set up if everyone starts outside of the ring. So it's going to be one of those battle royals where all the competitors come out and they all start outside. Probably one of those where they don't even get their own entrances. They all just kind of come out. Yeah, exactly. We they, don't they probably any... won't even be like it'll probably kick off the show and the show will probably yes, open with I everybody believe, already around. The I actually lane. believe it will. I don't believe it's going to be part of the quote unquote main show. Oh, it's going to um, be on the, the the pre-show. Yes, I believe. I believe so. What so. does the winner get besides the distinction of winning the reverse battle royal? Uh, you know, let me let me do some research because I did not go that far. I That's just okay. solved the <laughs> and, and while you do that, I do ponder a few things. Could we do a reverse Royal Rumble? And if we did a reverse where it wouldn't just make more sense if you were eliminated if you got thrown into the ring? Like, like, wouldn't that make a little bit more sense than fighting to climb into a ring? And one year, didn't they have to get over a cage to win this? Like, isn't that how this started? I don't um, quite remember. Don't so know. actually, and this if is it was really a reverse way- Royal Rumble, before we before we go any further, because you know I got questions. Yes. Would number thirty then enter first? Would Would there be a match to determine who gets to be number one? And because it's a reverse Royal Rumble, right? So thirty comes out first. And and it's it's to, to eliminate somebody. You throw them in there. I'm gonna do this next year. 
So yeah. in February of 2023, we are going to have a reverse the reverse monster. Royal. Which but is... truly in reverse. So everyone has to walk backwards in. Um, the numbers are all, you know, from highest to lowest. Um, so we're going to call this Rets... Retsnam. That's, Retsnam. That's monster backwards. Retsnam. Retsnam. Who's going to win the Retsnam? I'm never doing I'm never doing no. this. I don't even want people to think I'm doing this. So, I'm never doing this. And I didn't have all of the rules out because I, I really don't remember the last time I saw this. But apparently the competitors will start outside the ring and fight to get in the ring. Once a certain number of competitors enter the ring, then the reverse battle royal becomes a traditional battle royal. And wait, in the past, a, wait a minute. Wait a goddamn minute. So you're telling me the point, the reverse battle royal winner isn't won by winning the reverse battle royal? It's such a bad concept. It needs to become the version of the match that it's the reverse of to even pay off? Has it always been this way? I don't know. There's been so it started in 2006, and I think it's gone through a few iterations. They of mentioned course here, it has, because it's stupid. Uh, yes, that in the past uh, or previously, when you have the two final competitors, then it becomes a singles match. So okay, that I'm okay with, right? Yeah. Like, and, and so is that what's happening at at, at before the slam anniversary? I don't. I do not know. It's called Countdown to Slam Anniversary. That I'm that sorry. is where uh, it's going to be live, uh, and free on Impact Plus and YouTube. So I guess we would just have to watch on YouTube. Oh <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> what is? We don't have any details on exactly how this particular reverse battle royal will play out. Neither do I. I don't they. know if they know. <laughs> That's the question. I don't know if they know how this will turn oh out. Oh my God, Miranda, what are we? What is? Are you I really mean, fucking with me right now? Are you fucking with me? I just. Love anniversary is where Impact tends to, you know, recall and go back on their history. We are right. in you know, 20 years of impact, but this is a TNA thing. This is really one of those things back from TNA that they shouldn't look back on and be like, this is something we should try again. Like many things within TNA that, you know, maybe didn't go off to quite success, but it could be just a way to pay homage. It's kind of like maybe the reverse battle Royal is just like that. Um, you know, that, that movie, that cult classic that did terrible um, when it was first released, but then be, had a following after and has become of lore. Maybe that's what the reverse battle royal is. It is the cult classic that we didn't ask to be remade. So, quick question. Is there such thing as something that might be a cult classic? Like, either is or it isn't a cult classic. Like... If, if it's a cult classic, you know it's a cult classic. I think people have different definitions of cult classics, you know? Okay, and but even here's like... one thing most cult classics have in common. A lot of people like them. I don't know a single person that thinks this is a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> and we can't even use the Dixie Carter excuse. She ain't there. Oh, my God, I know. This nobody is, asked for this. Nobody asked for this. Literally nobody asked for this. And here's the, okay, now we talked about this, I, I don't remember when, right? But we've talked about it multiple times. And, and I try to do this. And we talked about it last week with Papa Don, Greg DeMarco Show. 
where a company like WWE can excel at is they don't give you what you want to give you what you need. AEW just gives you what you want. That's, that's all they do. They okay. fan service. WWE tells stories. They give you what you need. Okay. This is neither. We don't want, <laughs> nor do we need the reverse battle royal. Like, you know what AEW, I'm sorry, you know what Impact Wrestling should do? Just find a way to rip off war games. War games. Of war games. War games. War games. Like, they're not even bastardizing the right concepts. Like, if you're going to rip something off, rip off something that's good. You just took the, at this point in wrestling history, Battle Royal is very basic. Mm-hmm. It used to be, I mean, it's, it's one of the earliest gimmick matches, whatever, like Battle Royal is very basic. If you're going to change something, like you took a steel cage and turned it into Hell in a Cell, you took a cage match, turned it into War Games, and Elimination Champion, make it better. You're, this is making it worse. Let me ask you a question. Right. Can I can I ask you a question? The 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 dun soundbite is one of the ones that doesn't work. I tried it out earlier and didn't play, so I can't do that. But what's your favorite reverse battle royal match? Exactly. Yes. I mean, I I don't have a favorite reverse battle royal match. That's, Does again, anybody? We, we have we have battle royals at home, like that's what that is, and and then there's a picture of battle royal at home, and it's everybody on the floor trying to get into the ring. I just, at least when there was a cage involved, you could somewhat have excitement. You could actually have a lot of dangerous spots with a cage involved, and I think they did it at lockdown. I think it's been done at lockdown. Um, I know one year at lockdown they had that weird dome cage that they had to climb out the hole. That, of course, Jeff Hardy did, because that's all he does in his career is continuing to climb himself out of holes, and good luck climbing out of this one. But look at that commentary right there from me out of nowhere. I yeah. just don't get it. Like, And I know there's other gimmick matches on this pay-per-view, and, yeah. and maybe we'll those talk are about better. Those. But this one, we're not off to a good start. Yes. Well, let's jump into some of those other stipulation or gimmick matches, if we want to call it that, because there are quite a few at Slammiversary. The next one I wanted to talk about uh, is the Queen of the Mountain match. This is the first time we are getting a Queen of the Mountain match. We've previously had King of the Mountain. Um, We saw, you know, before uh, Impact now, uh, I think earlier this year, did a Women's Ultimate X match. I mean, that's where Tasha Steeles won the... Uh, knockouts championship um or no she defended it i think she was already champion by the time they did this did was it i thought maybe that's how she got her title shot i can't remember that's what i no okay yeah oh no she did it was my ex so she got the title shot from that correction so in the queen of the mountain match uh we're going to be having one two three four five competitors uh tasha steels will be the defending champion going into this um, and the match will also include Deanna Parazzo, uh, Chelsea Green, Jordan Grace, and Mia Yim. The winner will be crowned when uh, one of those competitors will climb up, is able to climb up a ladder and hang the knockouts championship. Uh, they become eligible to hang the title by scoring in the penalty. We have a battle royal 
And we have a reverse ladder. A reverse ladder match, yes. 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 By the way, I found some pictures and it looks like Tasha Steele's won a title shot because she got a big X, not a title. Yes. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. So she got the... Still great. Still, yeah, still, I'm yeah. glad they did it. I don't, I have and no we'll problem. talk, we'll talk about that in a second, uh, because that, that's something <sighs> but, else. But, like, yeah. So, and I don't hate King of the Mountain or Queen of the Mountain either, but it just struck me. This is their gimmick of TNA. It's just like, but also when well, the last we time we saw backwards? again, yeah, exactly. Though this is when we had King of the Mountain. When's the last time we had that? You know, I, it, there, it was more recent than we think, but still yeah. a while ago. I think they brought um, it also, back or something. We are going to get a special enforcer for this match. Because we need James. more. We already have a reverse ladder match, a penalty box, so we also need a special enforcer. 2016 was the last King of the Mountain okay. match. So, yeah, you're right. Sooner than I thought it would and have been. And they did two within, like, two months' time. Yeah. Oh, that's because it was a title. They actually had a King of the Mountain Championship for a little bit. Yes, they did. I remember that. They did. Because PJ Black won it and then lost it even though it was vacant because he wasn't in the match. Maybe he lost it in a match along the way and then Bram defended it. And, yeah, there was a title. I did, I forgot this was a title. This was a title. You and, and many others <sighs> forgot. This was a title. Now, I, I've always thought that Impact was very much on the forefront with their women's matches, and they were the first to do things like, uh, you know, modify men's matches to women. So they had a, a women's monster ball match. They had women in lethal lockdown, you know, and I think that, that they were really on the cusp of that prior to WWE, you know, and the knockouts division has always, I felt been a a step ahead and always had some talented women there, but it does feel like having this for the sake of having this, that bringing back this kind of outdated concept. I think the ultimate X match actually made sense for, for the women's division, for the knockouts division. This one though, I think is just the sake of having it to have it. But here's the thing, and this is the part I was eventually going to get to, and you brought up Monsters Ball already. And Slammiversary, just by the na- the sound of the event, okay, reminds the old school fan in me of Slamboree, mm-hmm. which, of course, WCW would bring back the legends. They'd work really bad matches because they were old, and it'd be fine, and we'd appreciate them because they paved the way and all that stuff. So if you're going to do this, you should do this at Slammiversary. Yeah. Now, we could argue the should do this portion of that sentence all we want. But if you're going to do this, you should do this at Slammiversary. I'm more okay with this than the reverse Battle Royal. Because at least King of the Mountain, good, bad, or indifferent, was an established concept yes. that is a part of TNA slash Impact Wrestling history. Yes, the last one was... Six years ago, but still, like it, it's it's there's been twelve of them, and then they've played in for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, the TNA World Heavyweight Championship, the X Division Championship, and then eventually this King of the Mountain Championship. This is the first time this is happening under the banner of, of Impact Wrestling, mm-hmm. and and it's it's you know an opportunity for for these women to excel like i think it's okay i don't know why we need a special enforcer i really don't 
Uh, but maybe they'll tell a story with it. That's fine. Yeah. But it's like it it's like, like a gimmick on top of a gimmick on top of a gimmick on top of a gimmick. Mm-hmm. It's like what else can we possibly do? And that's here? really when you feel like, yeah, we're coming back to the TNA days. This really does feel like. And again, history. if you're going to, at least do it at Slammiversary, which is supposed to be a celebration of the company's history. I just think this is hilarious. Like, like. I never made the connection between reverse battle royal and reverse ladder match until you described it the way you described it. And I realized, and and maybe, you know, sometimes I do look at TNA with rose colored glasses because it's TNA and it's like, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say the retarded child because that's a horrible thing to say, but it, it's, it's special needs wrestling. It is a terrible thing to say. <laughs> it's special needs wrestling. It's what it is. From a booking and company stature standpoint, that has nothing to do with the talent that's in the company. But I don't I mean, to their credit, they tried to do things so differently. Yes. They tried to do things and really think out of the box. They had some hits, which we'll, we will talk about when I think yes. in, in just a few minutes. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. But, you know, a lot of things, especially TNA, you know, when you look back at it, was a miss. But again, too, you kind of look at it with rose-colored glasses. You look back at some of the things that they did do, and it almost does feel like maybe there is some somewhat of a cult following with some of the things that they did. And some of the matches, again, I mean, we'll see if after this reverse battle royal, you know, will we start to get more of them because it's so bad it's good. Um, and there's a, there's now a no. call in wrestling for that. Wrestling has evolved where there's so many things that are bad, they're good. And that's where I'm glad to guess where I wanted to go. Because here's the difference, right? Name me something that's so bad it's bad. Because I can't think of anything right now. Like like something that's just like, horrible. Well, like deathmatch wrestling is really bad. Like right, I wouldn't... okay. But yeah, it's something outside of wrestling that's so bad. Oh, I don't um, know. I can't even think of anything, right? Like a horrible TV show. Probably these things don't last, so we can't really yeah. have them in our memory. Yeah. But that's the reverse battle royal, okay? Mm-hmm. Reverse battle royal is just so bad, it's bad. And it should never be done again. King of the Mountain match is TNA slash Impact's Wrestling's Sharknado. Oh, Like it yes. is so bad, it's good. Like I can sit there and watch that. I can watch a King of the Mountain match. I don't know that I can really sit there and watch another or reverse battle. I don't know that I've ever watched a reverse battle royal. Well, I so I, I want to talk about this upcoming match because I think this one is very much, if we have a chart of like we're getting from neutral or like super bad to neutral bad to I think neutral neutral, I think 50-50 in the, in the, the Ides of History, and that's a Monsters Ball match, which will also be at Slammiversary, Rich, I'm not sure, uh, that's the, the Impact uh, Digital Media Championship, that's a whole other conversation for a whole other day, Moose versus <laughs> Sammy Callahan in a monster's ball match. Now, I think that this has been a match that has been either pretty good or really bad. Like, I feel like yes. it's 50-50. Well, and unfortunately, and what's weird is that it was always a triple threat match at first and then mm-hmm. moved down. Unfortunately, uh, until, what year was it? That, that uh, From what I'm finding, it looks like 2008 was the first time Abyss, no, he was in that one too. Uh, he accompanied Daphne and her. So 2009 was the first women's not Monsters Ball match. 
And it was also the first time that Abyss wasn't in the match. And he started in, the first one was in 2004. There's actually been 54 of these. This will be the 54th. And they just did one on May 5th between PCO and, and mm-hmm. Jonah Rock. Like, yeah. And, and the women just had one recently, a knockout, knockouts, knockdown. And they've had multiple for the women's division. Um, <clears throat> and hell, Abyss did one in 2019. I didn't even realize and 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 he lost to Congo Kong. Wow, that was a great guy to put over. Um, the other one he lost to was to Eli Drake, who's going to be presenting us with his latest modeling client this Friday on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. You're right. Like I have. First off, I have to remove Abyss from the equation. Yes, because I hate Abyss. He's horrible. Chris Park, he- great producer from what I understand, great human being from what I understand. Did not like him as a wrestler. He, the bastard child of Kane and Mankind. You don't want to be that. Um, I just... So I, you're right. I think the 50-50, the neutral, is the perfect way to describe the Monsters Ball match. I can possibly be entertained by it. Yeah. I'm open I, and to I, being and, entertained by it. Well, and I think Sammy Callahan in this place mm-hmm. is truly in his element here. I think it'll be very interesting to see Moose, who is not one in particular that you think of in more hardcore matches. Um, kind of the same as PCO and Jonah, though. Like, PCO fits that yes. mold, but Jonah really doesn't. Um, Correct. But in a lot of those matches, like, Taya Valkyrie won one, but she beat Jessica Havoc, Rosemary, and Sue Young. Mm-hmm. You know, that that makes sense. Abyss. Abyss being Grado. <laughs> like, what the hell are we what? doing? Yeah, I don't know. What no, my God. Abyss and Grado did this more than once. They had two of them. A year and a half apart. Almost two full years yeah. apart. Like, maybe this should just have lived with, with, with Abyss. I don't know. Yeah. You know, and and because you really do think of Abyss when you think of Monster. Oh, he's in 90% yeah, yeah. of them. Yeah. He and Tommy Dreamer, oh, okay. So I do have to be fair. Like, there's a decent portion of these from 2010. They did, like, 11 straight on house shows. So oh that, so even, yes, there's this is the 54th, but probably a good 20 of them were on house shows. I think this match in particular between Moose and Sammy Callahan has potential. You know, I, I do think it's going to be more on the other side of, of a good Monsters Ball than, I agree. than the other side. Abyss, by the way, has appeared in 49 of the 54. Holy shit. I know. How does that even happen? How does that um, even... I don't, I don't know. It's just so stupid. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, again, and, and this is, you know, I don't even know. This isn't really a ripoff of anything. It's just a hardcore match. No, it's just a hardcore match under the banner of... You know, again, Abyss, who, you know, originated this match and, right, and they coined it that. in a different, you know, language. But again, that was something that made TNA unique where you had some more maybe traditional, quote unquote, matches, but under the banner of, you know, Monster and Ball. And Monster Ball was a, was a movie and, mm-hmm. and is a phrase, um, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's uh, I, I'm researching it. It's an old English term. For, for a condemned man's last night on earth is what that is. That's kind of cool when you think right. about that. If, that yeah. if that's like why they use that, that's pretty sick. Yeah, I mean, it definitely is. Too bad it, the execution doesn't model that, but. I, there's probably some vastly underrated Monsters Ball matches out there. And, and I do agree with you. I think Sammy Callahan makes perfect sense to take this on in the future. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully, 
they don't just haphazardly throw it out there in the future. Um, Correct. Like they did in the past. Yes. But yeah. Um, yeah. Monster so Park. I, I want to move now on to neutral good. Um, and I think the best stipulation match out of this entire card, and that's the ultimate X match. I don't even say neutral the... good. I would just say good. Well, yeah, straight up, straight up good. Uh, but if we're, again, going on the grid, uh, ultimate X match for the X division championship, Ace Austin, your current champion, will have his belt defended or have to fight for his belt against Kenny King, Mike Bailey, Jack Evans, Alex Zane, and Trey Miguel. All of these people in this match, uh, you know, Kenny King has been in a, in a few of these matches. Uh, uh, Trey, Ace, um, it's good to see Jack Evans uh, back in there, especially after, you know, his, you know, departure from AEW. Mike Bailey, who's been making a continued great impression. Um, and Alex Zane, who's also someone who has been kind of in and out, but someone who's very, very talented and fits very well in the X division. This I would have to say, and I don't know, maybe we put this out there. Is this the best stipulation match that that Impact has ever put out there? Hands down, hands yeah. down, it is, because um, it is it has definitely stood the test of time. And, yeah. and the first one having taken place in two thousand and three, and there have been a grand total of forty six. There's been more Monsters Ball matches than Ultimate X matches. But again, you can pull that off more easily. You don't need the whole big setup, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and most of these have been for the X Division Championship um, by far, as it should. And of course, we had the number one contender for the Impact, the Knockouts Championship, Knockouts World Championship, excuse me, um, that took place back on in January. Um, but I agree with you. I do think this is the best of the, um, the best of them. Um, they it just had one too. They actually just had one. Yeah, they just had April. one not too long ago. The multiverse of think, matches. Yes, and the multiverse of matches, and even earlier this year, I think for the exhibition championship. And I think it's because Ultimate X just is so synonymous. It, it brings out all of the things that highlights the X division. You know, great strength, great um, you know capabilities in the ring, creativity, um, gut, and grit. I mean, I think that, you know, it just really highlights really the one of the things that Impact has done, TNA has done so well is the X division. You know, I think it is truly a very well-established mid-card level um, that has stood the test of time, that has a very unique sense and style and identity of its own. And one that does catapult and elevate people to the next level. I mean, I think it carries that weight of what we had been thinking of for quite, especially for WWE, like the Intercontinental Championship, you know, that has for sure lost it lost its luster um, for quite a while. And, and I know we're not going to talk about Walter winning it, but I actually did see that happening. And it was like, thank God, like, let's just move on from this and, and try something else because I still hate the way that belt looks. I do. I hate, I hate, that intercontinental title look. Oh, and hopefully it. just leads to them bringing back the original yet again. They need to please Walter, somebody for the love of God, do something. It's Gunther, by the way, it's, it's Gunther. Whatever. Don't be that I'm, guy. I'm, yes, I am. Well, I just look, it's just second nature. I know. Uh, I just, I Gunther. To his for credit, God, he himself has pointed out if his name was Gunther and they changed it to Walter, everybody would say that Walter was a stupid name. 
Oh yeah, that's fine. I just I'm stuck in my ways, and I just yeah. I just call him Walter because that's what I know him as. Yeah. I rarely I don't I don't watch wrestling on television very often. I was just by chance able to watch SmackDown in its entirety and and was able to see it. I have not watched Gunther really since he made his debut for SmackDown. The point is. Please, someone change that Intercontinental Championship. Uh, but going back to the X Division, you know, it, X, Ultimate X just fits so well. And it, it creates has a wonderful identity and truly the best stipulation match that Impact Wrestling slash TNA have ever put together. Absolutely. And, and, and I mean, just, just in the history books, it's huge. There's so many great matches. It, it's, you know... I know Chris Sapin's in the big 10-man tag mm-hmm. team match, but like he has been in 17 yeah. Ultimate X matches. That's crazy to think about. I'm like, he should be in the match, but he's probably like, I don't want to be in the match because I'm sure it hurts. Yeah, and he wants an easier night. Exactly. Put so him in a 10-man tag, we could probably work, you know, five minutes of it at most. Um, yeah, like if they've got big shoes to fill, I think this could be, you know, a place where a guy like like Speedball Bailey breaks out. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I, I do think it's 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 interesting. They love them some bullet clubs. Maybe Ace Austin will win and retain, but it's the X Division title. It just bounces around anyway. So it's it is what it is. I mean, no one held it as long. You know, I, Josh Alexander was a great X Division champion because he held it for so long. But at this point, you know, he's long gone out of that. So yeah, I am. I, I think the Ultimate X match is easily the best, and it's a it's an original concept. It's like original, I'm pretty yes. sure. If they ripped it off from somewhere, we'd have known by now. Like, like, and I can't think of a place where it was ripped off, and and I just think it was a, a you know, um, thing. Apparently, it was it was actually the brainchild of Don Callis, from mm-hmm. what I my, my research is turning up. Who knows if that's true or not? But, um, and and I guess they uh, initially they called it Ultimate X One, Ultimate X Two. Like they actually numbered them yeah. and stopped after number four. So, yeah, which that was during the weekly pay-per-view era, which they did about once a quarter at that point. And then mm-hmm. uh, and then it just went on from there. But, yeah, it, it's, it's a part of TNA history. I mean, the Christopher Daniels, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe like that, yeah. you know, happened. And, and, you know, it's main evented pay-per-views like it's 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 a positive part of. Yeah. TNA wrestling history and and will forever be that as as long as there is a TNA wrestling to speak of and as we know I think it's never going to die anyway so we're good um I just hope it it stays I just I just hope it, it delivers it's got a long history to, to follow up on and I think it will um but yeah I, I can't believe we went from reverse battle royal to ultimate x match like they're not even in the same stratosphere. They're not even the same, but they're all going to be on the same pay-per-view this Sunday, June 19th. Well, at least one is is, is on, on the pre-show. One is on the pre-show, but yes, you have the, the other three on uh, the main show. Oh, goodness. Can I, I, I have another question. i got to find okay. it. Okay. So here we are, Slammiversary. 2022 main event Eric Young versus Josh Alexander for the TNA World Championship. Wow, by this time last year, Kenny Omega had already won the title. 
It's been that long. Mm-hmm. And, and poor Rich Swan was stuck in a four-way tag match, and now he's on the pre-show. Like, what the hell happened? How, how the mighty have fallen. Was he ever really the mighty? Like, even when he won the title, people were like, I know. huh? Yeah. You know, and now he's the digital media championship, which he won on a random indie show, but he had to because of, of Cardona's injury. But, like, I just feel bad for Rich Swan. I do. It's, it, I think this is going to come up at least twice a year. I just feel bad for Rich Swan. <laughs> you're just going to have a random moment where you're like, man, Rich Swan. I yeah, Rich Homie Swan. Like I just feel feel really bad for Rich Swan. I uh, yeah, I just do. I, yeah. I, I just feel bad for Rich Swan. I do. Um, yeah, I do. I'm trying, <laughs> so trying, to, see, I'm yeah. trying to find something. I'm trying to find something for for our friend Rich Swan, but uh, it's we, taking a moment. We may not. Yeah. Come on, wait for it. Wait for it. Would anyone even notice if he came out to that in DNA no. and in bed wrestling? No. Like, I think he could get away with it. Like, like yeah, I think, he could. I, I think someone would be like, isn't that our, our... What's really funny is, you know, on, on YouTube, you can kind of see, like, if you hover over the progress bar, you can see the areas of the song that get listened to the most, and it's just the beginning. People tune in <laughs> just like me because they want to hear, can you handle this? Like, that's it. All right, I'm good. I just, I just, yeah. They got a great, they got an adorable little baby. I'm, I'm happy. Yes, yes. Because, you know. So years ago, Rich Swan once came on the Greg DeMarco show. And I don't know if this was his only appearance. I'm pretty sure it wasn't his only appearance. I think he actually appeared as a guest once. And this was after he and, and, and Sue Young were together. She was on the show, as she did weekly for like two years. And I think he came on just because he wanted to do his Bret Hart impersonation. So he came on the show... <laughs> She was like, I'm here with Bret Hart and like put him on. And then he does his Bret Hart impersonation. And I'm just like beside myself with indifference. And then he goes away. No acknowledgement that it was Rich Swan. I, I don't think it ever came up again. No, because it was I think Bret here Hart. I am apparently. like no. nine years later, you know, eight, eight years later, revealing the truth. This, you know, unsolved mysteries of podcasting have been handled here on the hashtag Miranda show. I. God, we used to play that. We used to have that theme song at the ready just to play it on occasion back as a sound bite back in the day. Um, there's another one too that I'm going to queue up and save for later. But yeah. Yes. So that's really our list of stipulation matches for a slam anniversary from the really good to the really bad. Uh, we'll be very interested to see how they all turn out. Uh, again, that is this Sunday, June 19th. Uh, the pre-show will be, or the countdown to Slammiversary. Let's just call it a spade a spade, but I'm trying to be nice here. The countdown to Slammiversary will be available for free on YouTube and Impact Plus. And then the main show is going to be available on pay-per-view. Countdown to Slammiversary featuring, I'm doing the air quotes people can't see, the Reverse Battle Royal. 
and Rich Swan <laughs> defending the Digital Media digital Championship media. against Brian Myers. Against Kurt Hawkins. Yeah. Yeah. This match wouldn't even be on dark. This match would maybe be on dark. No, it would not. No, it would not. This this mm-hmm. match might be on level up in WWE. It would be level up, yes. Level up material, but I not I don't dark. even know if it would be that. It would be like a try-on. I don't even know. My God. Main event? Yeah, I can see that. Because velocity is not a thing anymore. Yeah, I could see it be a main event. Um, <laughs> wow. It could be the main event of main event. It could have been on 205 Live had that been a thing. And maybe it did happen on 205 Live at some point. No, nah, I don't think they, Kurt Hawkins was on 205 Live. He could have been. Um, he could have been. I know. Obviously, Rich Swan was. We, we, we know that one for sure. Uh, but I just, yeah. How, like, man, I'm just glad the dude's working. But, like, Wow. What happened? Wow. I mean, we know what happened. We know why he got released and all that. But, like, dude, the world was yours. Still is. He's doing great. I, I don't, I, yeah, yeah. I don't I mean, want to make it seem like Rich Swan. I, I he's in a still good spot, you know. Love Rich and Sue are, are amazing individuals. And, and I got, when back when they had their issues, you weren't on the show yet. Like, I literally had a lot of problems with the way people were treating it. And it, it came out mm-hmm. of, of course, our love for Sue Young. Um, because I remember talking to her personally and her being like, it's nothing like what people are saying. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, just yeah, I'm going to move on. I can't, yeah. there's no point in me getting all that crap. No, 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 no worries. So again, interested to see the outcome of these matches. Are you? Uh, uh, yeah, I actually am. I'm interested okay. to see, uh, you know, how these go about. I, I have to. I'm just out of curiosity about what even the setup for the reverse battle royal will be. You, I just you got... and Najir should do a show about it after it happens. Call up Najir and she's like, hey, I will call can up, we I do a reverse Najir. battle royal recap? Only that match, though. Only this is my that request. Match. I want an 18 minute recap show on the reverse battle royal. Probably longer, longer than, than the match itself. Than the match itself. On the reverse battle royal. That's what I want to see. We'll work on that. I will promote we'll the hell that. out of it. Yes. I'll somehow figure out how to watch it while either driving to or being in Vegas. Yes. I want a live recap. Live recap. In the moment, alternate commentary. I should do alternate commentary of the reverse battle royal. You absolutely I should. should. That may just way. be our next week's episode. Is we just do commentary over the Reverse Battle Royal. We just watch the Reverse Battle Royal next week. Will it still be available, or is it one of those things that'll be live on YouTube and then not available after that? I don't know. Because they guess do we'll that see. sometimes in in Impact. Wrestling. I think it should still be available on a, on YouTube. All right, I'm gonna. I guess we'll have to see. Guess you'll have to crossed. see next That's week. Right. We'll find yeah, out. Next Tune, week. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> oh my God! Can we go to the fucking commercial? Yeah. Jesus. Yes, let's go to commercial. Let's pay some bills. All right. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. 
not the version i wanted i didn't even look closely but that's just that no that's a good one that we'll have to talk about that song later and one of my other ideas uh oh yeah yes yes i just that's didn't gonna like be the for, that, effect. for that i didn't like all that stuff but yeah that is so good we were you around for that sound bite that we would play on the greg demarco show i do not think so no oh, man that was the classic we would come back from commercial with that we would just randomly play it yeah, I just, you know, now I play stuff like that. Yeah, um, that was that was a classic one. Just just absolute fucking, fucking class. I'm so worried now that some of these don't work. Oh, that one still works. You were out for this one. Yeah. Dean fucking Ambrose. Oh man, this is so much fun. I love Heel Book. I haven't even checked yes. Heel Book stuff. They don't. Left. They rarely do stuff. They anymore. rarely. Oh, I it's loved so Heel Book. They're, they're, I yeah. loved Heel Book. Yeah, they're they're, they're oh, ones where they talk about. YouTube. I know. I've, I've I've actually talked to the guy. Um, we we're gonna do some stuff, and then of course he stopped just doing stuff in general, and just wasn't really, put so much time into it, and yeah. He just yeah, some of them are so good. There, there's stuff about Wrestle Kingdom where he's like going through the different characters and making fun of them, and just Japanese John Cena for Tanahashi yeah. is just always so good. And I mean, course. I think Heel Book is somewhat responsible for Seth freaking Rollins. Like, I know Dean fucking Ambrose was a thing, but like that really didn't grow until Heel Book, and I know WWE got wind of it, and then just that's how Dean, that's how Seth freaking Dean Rollins. Dean fucking Ambrose. But again, WWE made freaking his middle name, and Seth owned it and made it amazing. Oh yeah, it's still good. I'm just saying, you know, like like heel book is now part of Seth freaking Rollins. Like, oh yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty again, fucking cool. WWE. Okay, two people. We're just going way off the rails. Two different people. Okay, WWE history. We're told we're giving, we're changing your name. And you need to go lose weight. Okay? We're talking about Keith Lee. And we're talking about Walter slash Gunther. Okay? Where are they now? Mm-hmm. One is Intercontinental Champion. One is happy to get on elevation. Sometimes you just got to understand that things are asked for a reason. Yeah. It's too easy for talent. That, that, that's one of a future 
it needed to be said topics. Yeah, don't yeah, don't don't spoil it now. You gotta save it. Save it. Dean fucking Ambrose. Take the fish. (laughs) She's gonna play with sound bites now. So, so real quick, okay, so we talked about all these impact, you know, stipulation matches and, and the ones that worked and the ones that didn't. But that also led me to think, you know, are there stipulation matches that, that were better than they had any right to be? That end up being maybe thinking about being terrible ideas or maybe ideas that, you know, we weren't sure about that ended up being pretty iconic. And the first one that truly comes to mind for me is the casket match. I mean, in a very similar parallel to Monsters Ball that was synonymous with Abyss, you had the casket match being Undertaker's match. Has been, always will be. And conceptually, it was a little silly, but it really grew to be such a phenomenal match and one with, you know, that really was like a highlight of a pay-per-view. I agree. Yeah, the casket match ended up being a main event contest and mm-hmm. one that they weren't all great. And, and no. you know, Taker even lost on occasion. Um, but it's bare, better than the Buried Alive match, better than the Crypt yeah. match and, and and stuff like that. But, yeah, it was um, yeah, it, way better than it should have been and became iconic. And that's because of The Undertaker, really. Mm-hmm. That's why it worked. Uh, did AEW try to rip that off too, or was that TNA? Somebody tried to rip off Casket Match. I want to say TNA did that. AEW might have done it too with Darby Allen. Now that I think about it. Yes. But they probably again, did. I know with Lucha Underground did. Like, we haven't done the Lucha Underground yeah. thing, and we will. But they had a couple different grave consequences, Those are gravest cool. consequences. Yeah, because it's supernatural. It's Lucha Underground. You can get away with that. That was pretty freaking cool. Another conversation for another day and, and multiple days. and maybe a fucking year who knows but um just very very cool um i got some that are somewhat obvious and i guess they really do fall into the same category now that i think about it go going back this is long before you know covid and do certain things but 2017 randy orton and bray wyatt in the house of horrors match uh they fought in a kitchen they fought everywhere, like, and they fought in every room of this house. Uh, they eventually got to a ring and, and all that. Yeah, I was going to say, that's where the whole, like, bug thing happened, though, right? Well, it was, this was at Payback 2017, so this would have been after the bug thing. Um, but, yeah, that was part of the that feud. ended with that. That. I No, well, the, the, the WrestleMania match had the bug thing. Okay, gross. Hated that so much. Um, um, but the House but, of Horrors match, conceptually... Um, and I, and I think even just with the quality of it was all right. I don't know about good. I don't know. It's weird to see Randy Orton in stipulation matches, to be honest, you know, like he is true very much just like a, yeah. Just and he was still himself. Ring. Yeah. You know, I mean, he still it was. Change. And now that it reminds me, there was the one with, um, the one the camera Grimes did. In NXT. Yes, that was the Haunted House The Haunted match. House match. Yeah, that I'm was I'm trying good. to find what year it was. That was fucking That good. was a Haunted House of Terror match. Yes. Where Dexter Loomis won. But that's where, like, I became, I think that's where I became a really big Cameron Grimes fan. 
Yes. Because he just owned the, I love, the shit out of it. Oh, yeah, because he, he is someone... We don't see so much of the comedy side of him now in NXT 2.0, which kind of surprises me. I don't know if we'll see him going back into that. But his character really knows how to just, you know, sell the dramatics of anything. And that match was just so good. What were we saying? Was that what House of Horrors should have been? Like, that's, is that what the brain went? I think everyone Maybe. looks back at that and be like... That is what WWE should do. That's what they should have done for uh, for the House of Horrors match. Yeah, I, I could see that. I could see that being a thing. Um, I the other one that came to mind. I feel like I'm cheating when I when I do these, but but whatever. Probably. Uh, the Firefly Funhouse match. Yes, that was way better than it had any business being. And and the same with the with the. Uh, uh, the the boneyard match, but the boneyard match, I think, <clears throat> is the Undertaker. Like it was, an, it wasn't, you know, it, it was an easier concept to swallow. Mm-hmm. Um, well, was it like a mix of like a buried alive match? Yeah, you know, it's concepts of buried alive with, you know, almost like a House of Horrors match. You know, like the Swamp match was not memorable. No one remembers the Swamp match. Yeah, from with Braun Strowman and, and Bray Wyatt, which was literally a title match, by the way. Um, oh, speaking of, of not so good, what was that match with Britt Baker and, and Big Swole? Oh, the dentist office match. The dentist, yes. Oh, my oh, God. Man. That was horrible. Uh, but, that hey, was... Britt Baker is on TV every week. That's, there you go. Um, but, yeah, I think the Firefly Funhouse match, because they, 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 they just went all the way with it. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, Bray Wyatt's well, because... stuff had already been Supernatural. Already but been also, this weird magic show. So yeah, I think it again. It was self awareness. Yeah. And in wrestling, sometimes when you're self aware for that fan base, it means a lot, especially for WWE. You know, you know, anytime they have a promo or a spot where there's that self awareness or dig or something where you're just like, here you go, you know, hardcore fan base. Here's this little bone to you. The Firefly Funhouse was exactly that, and. That's why I think every, you know, there was such a, a wider base of people who maybe it was too freaky and spooky, but it also was this wink, wink, nudge, nudge for wrestling fans who had been dying for, you know, just something that spoke to them a little bit more as, you know, adult fans and said, here's all your fantasy booking shit you want. Now shut the hell up. Um, and I think, it, you know, it worked until they fired him. I really... Um... Imagine WrestleMania 36 without the Boneyard match and without the Firefly Funhouse match. Like it would have been, yeah, it would have been so much worse. Like thank goodness for those matches. Granted, they they were you know they would have been normal matches without that, and and had COVID not happened, but and I'm sure they would have been fine. But thank goodness for for, yeah. for that. Like that really did those really did save that WrestleMania. Well, speaking of, of saving, we were talking about this offline, Hell in a Cell. Yeah. And uh, conceptually, over the past few years, there's been a lot of disappointment around Hell in a Cell. Uh, but then this year's Hell in a Cell between Cody and Seth seems to have revived uh, that. And when I was watching SmackDown, actually, this week and the way commentary talked about it, to me, there was a very interesting spin that WWE had put on this and it wasn't so much the feud itself, which for quite a while was the centerpiece of it. 
I think it was more of this internal Cody putting himself through hell to get to be in this match. And granted, that was just the circumstances behind the whole thing. You know, Cody competing in this match, very much injured, but literally going through hell to be there. And I think that was such an interesting spin that kind of needed to happen here because you've had these men who've been feuding, you know, really since WrestleMania, you know that there's history there, whether it's not so much, you know, the last time in there were in the ring, but just, you know, all of the the things happening outside of wrestling. Um, But it wasn't as, you know, uh, maybe highly contested or just heated to do this big blow off match that we've had in, in the past. But, I think that added element to it and perspective was something that this Hell in a Cell really benefited from. Yeah, it was because it was it was what everybody wants Hell in a Cell to be, and that's a blow yeah. off. And yeah. for a long time, it wasn't. And, and even the, the first one was more about Kane appearing and and, and the uh-huh. feud, but you know, and and. Shawn Michaels was was moving on to to Bret. Well, Hart also just more like the the uh, the drama behind it, you know, right. like always knowing about you know people just diving off things like the the pure madness and chaos and brutality of it. Right. A lot of that's gone away. You could have done Cody and Seth without Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. Very little of that match actually involved the cell itself. Yeah. And some of it, and maybe there would have been more. Maybe they would have climbed on the roof had Seth been able to climb, like, they're, they're, you know, or, or Cody been able to climb. Like, there are things that that could have been different in that match, but, um, but it did help restore Hell in a Cell because making it its own pay per view, because because one of the best Hell in a Cell matches in recent history was at Crown Jewel mm-hmm. between Seth Rollins and Edge. It wasn't at the Hell in a Cell pay per view. It was it was in Saudi Arabia. And and again, common denominator, Seth freaking Rollins, like he's the best. Um, it, it, it's, but it was used properly. That's what Cody brings to the table. Like Cody is such a traditionalist. Cody's is wants things to pay off in a certain way, and, and has some credibility right now and some stroke with the company. He can make Hell in a Cell an important feud ender, and it was to so the point. Now, unfortunately, the feud's not over because. Seth attacks Cody on Raw um, to, to write him out. And so now there's going to have to be one more match, and that's fine, and it'll be great, I'm sure. But um, but had Cody not gotten injured, I have a feeling it would have ended right then and there. But I think they realized Cody's going to go away for six months. We now have – We got some breathing room. Again. We got – yes, um, yeah. So, and but, Seth Rollins yeah. loses three – we talked about this in the Greg DeMarco show. Seth Rollins can lose three straight matches and come out yeah. shining brighter. Yeah, so. Untouchable. Untouchable. He has replaced Adam Cole as the greatest wrestler walking God's grace. Oh, not even, not even close. Like that's the thing. Not, like, it's yeah, not even, exactly, exactly. It's, it's just so, not. There's um, no argument whatsoever. I but, will not but, entertain. Yeah. Any arguments to the contrary. Yes. So, so I mean, I think in in general, when you look at all these, you know, different. <laughs> types of uh, matches and and truly i mean they can when implemented right and again you know it's all about who's in the ring whether it's performance wise whether it's storyline wise and there's some things that on paper probably didn't make any sense or probably shouldn't have worked and worked a lot better than they should and then some that probably 
sounded like a good idea uh, and, and you thought would be great and didn't work out as well. So Or the reverse battle royal, which is none of that. Which is neither. Didn't sound it's like a nothing... great idea. Wasn't a great idea after being implemented. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Like, like the reverse battle royal and the Punjabi prison match should just oh, have never happened. Yeah, none, the, neither of those should have existed. Like the Punjabi, Punjabi prison match, the fans can't even see in the match. Like, it was a terrible so idea. Stupid. So awful. And they kept so doing it. The They've done like six of them or something like that. Like, yes. And of course, where we started this whole conversation about Blood and Guts just being a War Games ripoff. Yeah, right. Like, what else are we going to rip off? Like, seriously. Like, 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 oh, my God. This is, this is depressing. Okay. Of War Games! War Games! War Games! I feel better now. Feels good. We'll always have that. We'll always have that. We have that documented recorded we'll just bust that out whenever we need to pick me up or this Drinking oh, water before... Oh, stupid commercials. I hate commercials. Ah, so good, so good. Well, that does it for this week's episode of the Hashtag Miranda Show. Thank you so much for listening. Let us know your thoughts on your favorite stipulation matches and how much you may hate the Reverse Battle Royal if you're going to be watching it, whatever that may be. Reach out to us on social media. You can find me, Miranda Morales, at the hashtag Miranda on Instagram and Facebook. Hashtag spelled out and no Twitter. But you can follow Greg DeMarco on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at ChairShotGreg. And, of course, you can follow the ChairShot at ChairShotMedia on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Do not forget to check out TheChairShot.com, your source for wrestling news, analysis, opinions, sports, Entertainment and sports and entertainment. TheChairShot.com TheChairShot.com Always use your head. If you are listening to the show on your favorite streaming platform like iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, whatever it may be, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Subscribe, that way you get a notification each and every time a new episode drops leave us a five-star review rating and then do a review or you could do the re- review and then rating it doesn't matter it's all the same you could do it whatever do order it. you do want both. just do it just do whatever both. order you choose yes speaking of just do it why don't you just go to pro com forward slash the chair shot and get your chair shot and izw t-shirts today including the new izw pride t-shirts Brand spanking new, available just for you, as well as all of the chair shot t-shirts that are available. All of them look great. You can get them starting in $19.99, customize them, get it in soft style, and treat yourself this summer. And, yeah, follow IZW on social media as well, Greg. Where can our listeners do that? At IZW Wrestling AZ. IZW Wrestling AZ for Arizona. And make sure you stay tuned 
for next week's episode of the Hashtag Miranda Show. And all of the shows on the Chairshot Radio Network, which you can find at thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. For Greg DeMarco, I'm Miranda Morales. Thank you all so much. And don't forget to always keep it soft style. Yeah. Three C's, my fiat. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. It's going down. Y'all know what time it is.